Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, and welcome to Pregnancy Confidential Week 10, getting ready for the big reveal. Pregnancy Confidential is a girlfriend-to-girlfriend real talk podcast from the folks at Parents Magazine, where we have your back and bump through all 40 weeks of your pregnancy. I'm Dana Points. I'm the editor of Parents. And with me today, I have a couple guests. One is Mindy Walker, executive editor of Fit Pregnancy and Baby. And Julia Dennison, managing editor of the Parents Network of websites, including parents.com and fitpregnancy.com. Hi, Julia. Hi. (laughs) And um, (laughs) Julia is a very special guest because she is only recently through week 10. Right. That was a few weeks ago for me because I'm pregnant with my first. We're so excited to be on this journey with you. And Mindy and I, between us, have uh, five kids. That's right. I've got two boys. And I've got three girls. So we've we've been down this road before, and we're excited to uh, to take you on the wild ride. So it's ten weeks. You probably kind of come to terms with your pregnancy, and now it's time to start thinking about spreading the word to your friends and family, and you know maybe beyond that close little circle of you and your partner. If you haven't already, you know, Instagrammed and, and shouted to the stars that you have a positive pregnancy test, which many people do now. But lots of people kind of wait until week 12 to share their, their new status. Um, so whether you've chosen to already speak out or you're going to do it pretty soon, the trend seems to be like to go big with it. So whether you're doing a Miley Cyrus parody or a sibling photo shoot, if you already have a baby or a toddler, let's face it, you know, you're probably thinking about how to one up the last pregnancy (laughs) announcement you saw. Julia's laughing. (laughs) So much pressure. It's no pressure, of course. (laughs) Before we talk about that, we're going to talk about our favorite topic to come back to every week, which is how big is that baby? It's it's something you're probably hearing a lot about, whether you signed up for an email newsletter or you're... You have an app maybe where you're tracking your pregnancy or you have friends and family. And you've probably noticed that they all compare your baby to fruits and vegetables. <laughs> so this seems to be a universal truth. Why should we be any different, right? This week, your baby is the size of a kumquat. Yeah. Let me just say, I decided to start a little project where I took a picture of myself holding the fruit that applied to the pregnancy stage that I was at. Did you have trouble finding kumquats? You know, not in season. When you wanted them to be. And when they are not in season, you, you got to improvise. So I think what I went with in the end was a yellow cherry tomato. Oh, yeah. I could see that. I figured they kind of look like Maybe kumquats. one of those oblong ones. Yes, it was. Not the round right. ones. Right. Yeah. But why stop at fruits and vegetables, Mindy? What do you got for us? Well, you know, something you might find in your bathroom is a cotton ball. So that would be an easy one to take a picture mm-hmm. with. Just, a, you know, taking your makeup off, it's the size of your baby. So if you want more detail about what's going on with your baby this week, be sure to sign up for our daily pregnancy email at parents.com slash pregnancy daily to get the scoop. Coming up in a moment, we'll talk pregnancy reveals. But first, a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. 
Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. So at 10 weeks, you're probably feeling some pressure, as we said, to think of a fun, unique way to reveal your pregnancy to the rest of the world. Now, plenty of parents-to-be keep it simple and sweet. So really, we're sort of encouraging you not to feel too much pressure. You know, you can just do a selfie and a status update on Facebook. But if you subscribe to a pregnancy app or have been clued in to the world of pregnancy forums, you've probably seen this growing trend for pregnancy reveals that are just these highly produced spectacles worthy of Pinterest or YouTube. Julia, what have you been seeing at Fit Pregnancy and Baby? Like really elaborate, like directed, full production YouTube videos of pregnancy reveals. A lot of parodies, various songs, and it just looks like people are putting a lot of time and effort. And I'm so curious to know who's filming it, who's directing it. Do you hire a production company? Do you get a location scout? I think people must be doing that because the level of professionalism that goes into some of these reveals is overwhelming if you're pregnant. So my tip to everybody listening is don't watch too many of those things because you're just going to be like, well, what am I going to do? What do I have to bring to the table? (laughs) So just... Like holding up an ultrasound picture starts to feel not adequate enough. What I did in the end was I did a picture with the ultrasound of me, my husband and my dog. And, you know, because I thought it's just exciting enough as it is. And sometimes some of these reveals that you see on Facebook aren't clear enough. So they're trying to be too clever. So sometimes it doesn't even make it obvious that they're trying to do a baby reveal. So it takes people a little while, I noticed in the comments, to be like, wait, was that? Are you? Oh, oh my goodness. So if you have the (laughs) ultrasound, it's just like shorthand. It's like, you're having a baby and you'll automatically get those amazing comments on Facebook right there. So I say keep it simple. Mindy, between your two kids, did you do anything fun or different? I didn't do anything fun or different, but the one that I would do now if I could that I have friends have done that I love is just showing a picture of a bun in the oven. Like, so you open right. up your oven, you put a little, like, cute piece of bread, you know, loaf of bread in it, uh-huh. turn the light on and take a picture. And it's one of those ones where when I see that, I've only seen it a couple times, but I'm like, that is so, like, classic. And it is it's kind of unlike what you said, Julia, and that I like when I see it, I'm kind of like, wait, oh, my gosh, they're pregnant. Like, I kind of like not knowing mm. immediately, and I have to, like, it's like a little puzzle. Like a rebus, except with an actual photograph. Yes, right. So that's kind of, And that's pretty oven. simple. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't take a lot of staging. But I've seen videos of that, too, though, and then you got to get the camera in the oven for Ooh. the actual reaction, because sometimes it's about surprising people, so oh. I've seen, like, surprising oh, grandparents. Like, Shooting from inside the yeah. oven out to get the yeah so the I've faces. so I've seen couples surprise the grandparents to be with a bun in the oven or maybe it's the dad to be with a bun in the oven but you got to get the reaction shot so you got to get some sort of camera inside the oven and hopefully not turn it on so <laughs> I think my sister would be comfortable with me sharing how her husband how they told my parents that they were pregnant which was. We were all out for dinner at a restaurant that we go to very regularly where they're friends with, you know, many of the people who work there. And the hostess or or waiter, I forget who it was, put the menu in front of my parents and they opened the menu and clipped inside the menu was an ultrasound (laughs) photo and... The waiter or someone said, you know, and tonight's special is... (laughs) baby. 
And it, it was, you know, again, you kind of watched the gears turn in my parents' head and then the, the wow, oh my God, you know, it just, <laughs> That's clever. and we still go back to that restaurant with my niece, who's now four, and uh, she knows everyone in the restaurant now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really sweet. I don't remember doing anything with my older child, like making him part of the production, but I think it's cute when people post like an eviction notice on on the crib because Mm -hmm. they're evicting the older sibling from the crib because they're going to need it for the new baby or you get the child to to hold up something that says, I'm going to be a big brother, I'm going to be a big sister. That's just one way to get your older child excited about what's coming and and make them feel like they're part of the the party. Or it's fun to kind of use what you and your spouse are into. Like if you're both really big cooks, you show like a little mini play chef hat, you know, like Mm -hmm. or if you're all big sports fans, you know, you show the little bitty mini football or soccer ball. Like Mm -hmm. It's really fun to do that, too. I feel like it makes it more personal. Yeah, or pets. I've seen a lot of people do photos of their pets with a sign saying, my parents are getting me a human in (laughs) May or whatever. Because that's really what it is. Like, the baby is just a toy or a companion for your dog. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. What are the celebs doing? Naya Rivera posted a graphic of a bun in the oven. And then there was that great image of Justin Timberlake kissing Jessica Biel's tummy and what what else? Kelly Rowland posted a picture of mini Jordans next to the baby daddy's considerably bigger pair of kicks. I remember I saw that. That was so adorable. I think the celebs are really leading the way with these pregnancy reveals. Well, I don't know what you, our listeners, are planning for your reveal, but we'd love it if you would reveal your plans to us. So tweet us the details at Parents Magazine with the hashtag Pregnancy Confidential. This week's Relax You've Got This is about whether you should go OB or midwife, and does it really matter? At 10 weeks, chances are you may have already been in to see the OBGYN and you've seen a scan or had a checkup of some sort to confirm your pregnancy. But it's also the point where you might be thinking, hmm, maybe should I switch and go with a midwife? Julia's nodding her head like as if she's been thinking about this or did think about it. Now, in the United States, doctors are overwhelmingly still the go-to provider for baby delivery. But more women are turning to midwives in this country. And I think it's part of this idea that we want a more personal approach to delivery, that we want to avoid cesarean sections, or that we want to have a delivery without medication. In 1989, only 3.2% of American babies were delivered by certified nurse midwives. But in 20 years, that number has spiked to over 8%. So that's pretty significant. Now, OBGYNs have had a lot of training, four years of medical school, a four-year residency in which they are trained to be surgeons, really, medical doctors. But midwives are also highly trained. Some of them earn bachelor's degrees, then work as registered nurses and get a master's in midwifery. Others become certified professional midwives, and you'll see CPM after their names, and that they do directly through the North American Registry of Midwives. There's an apprenticeship, a degree program, and you really have to have a certain amount of experience to get that degree. And, you know, if you're wondering if your health insurance is going to cover it, if you're delivering in a hospital, of course, you will be covered by your insurance. But most insurance companies now will cover some part of a birthing center delivery or even a home birth if you're using a certified professional. So some people think of midwives as the experts in sort of the normal, quote unquote, healthy pregnancy. They're really personal, but actually very low on, you know, the amount of medical interventions that they do. 
whereas OBGYNs are trained to manage high-risk pregnancies and can do surgery, they can do C-sections, they can use forceps or a vacuum to help get that baby out. So that sometimes gets doctors this kind of bad rep of being more likely to intervene in a birth. But it's not always the case. And you can have a kind of low intervention, very warm and personal birth with either kind of professional. So at the end of the day, you kind of have to do your research. You have to meet people if you're thinking about trying somebody out for the first time and then kind of go with your gut. Mindy, did you have OBs all the way? I was OBs all the way. Yeah, me too. Me too. But, you know, I didn't love my first OB, and I switched, and I did a lot of looking around before I got pregnant again, and mm-hmm. I just I found someone whom I loved. And so a lot of it, I think, is personality. Going the midwife route is great, but you need to really have a connection with that person and like the practice, too. Like, if it feels very busy and rushed and you're waiting a lot, then even if you love that doctor, if you're not going to possibly have her at the birth, then it may not be the practice for you. So I think it's really, how do you feel when you go there for your checkups? And one thing I was unprepared for, you know, I already had an OBGYN and I stuck with that person through both of my pregnancies, actually. But the first pregnancy, I ended up being delivered by someone else in the practice. And they do make sure in a group practice, usually that you rotate through during your checkups and meet all the different doctors in the practice, because it could happen. You know, I ended up delivering on a Saturday and My doctor was not on call, and I was delivered by somebody I'd only met once. So Hmm. just a kind of cautionary note there. All's well that ends well. I don't know. Julia, have you made your decision? I guess I sort of fell into it. I was living in London for a while before I moved back to New York, so I had to pick a new OBGYN. So I I went on ZocDoc, and I found the reviews, and he got five stars. But I also noticed on his little write-up that at the very top, he really was proud of the fact that he had a low C-section rate. And so all his kind of principles married up with the kind of principles that I felt like I wanted a doctor to have. So I started going to see him before I got pregnant, and I liked him so much, so I kept going and and stuck with him. I mean, my mom had a great experience with me and my sister with the midwives. So growing up, I was always have been told how great midwives were. And I think I'd still be very open to midwives, but it was more just that I was very comfortable with him already. And I just kind of wanted to keep it going. And the idea of switching to a new person right at this moment felt a little overwhelming and unnecessary because I really think he's great. There's maybe a sort of compromise position or a middle ground that I might try if I were going to do this again, which is to have my baby in a hospital, have the OBGYN, but maybe hire a labor and delivery doula Mm. so that you have someone who's kind of your shepherd through the experience and is really experienced in, you know, using natural methods for pain control. Both times I, I... Well, the first time I really wanted to deliver without anesthesia, and I ended up not being able to for reasons I'm sure we'll get into at some point, (laughs) but just to have someone to sort of be my, my coach in a way that the doctor's not really, and even if your labor and delivery nurse is great, you know, if you labor for a long time, you might cycle through multiple nurses. Mm-hmm. And so a, a doula might be good because I don't have any family close by. So there was nobody who was going to be there with me other than my partner. Mm-hmm. But I, I have some friends who have had really great midwife experiences and also um, home birth experiences. Mm-hmm. Now, if you were going to break up now, Mindy, I know you've broken up with doctors before. I have, if you were going to break <laughs> up with your OBGYN and go the midwife route, How would you tell the doctor? What would you say? Well, I guess you could say that you found this terrific midwife who really, it's really important to you. Make it about you. It's really important to you that you 
not have a C-section, that you do it without an epidural, and that you feel like going with a midwife at a birthing center or a midwife at a different hospital, you know, you found out your insurance covers it. And so you're just going to go this route and you, you know, life is long. Maybe we'll see each other again for those yearly pap smears someday down the road. Right. It's true. You might want to keep your OBGYN for that. Right. Eventually (laughs) down the road. But I think it's really fair. I think OBGYNs are very, I don't think it's an us versus them mentality now, especially among good doctors, that they see midwives as helping them. So I think you shouldn't have to worry about seeing it as, oh, I'm, I'm going to the enemy. We're all in it. <laughs> it's not like a competition, no. <laughs> like a car dealership down the road, you know. Well, that's all for today for Pregnancy Confidential. Our producer is Sarah Abdurrahman. Thanks also to Laura Mayer and Andy Bowers at Panoply. Please let us know what you think of the show. You'll find us on Twitter at Parents Magazine, Facebook at Facebook.com slash Parents Magazine, or Instagram at, of course, Parents Magazine. And if you like the show, please be sure to tell a friend and subscribe to us in iTunes and Stitcher or your favorite podcast app. Don't forget to leave us a rating because that's how other people will discover our podcast. Unlike other podcasts, you don't need to wait a week for the next installment. If you want a little peek around the corner at week 11, or if you want to skip forward to week 17 and see what's going to happen, you can do it. Just listen right now.